So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Did you see my underwear? No, Patrick. Did you want to? Alright, I'll give it a try. No! Try not! Do! Or do not! There is no try. Cause I'll practice them and now I don't look like I can't practice them! You're sitting there like... What are we holding on to, Sam? There's some good in this world, Mr. Furl. And it's worth fighting for. You thinking what I'm thinking, partner? Aim for the bushes. Welcome to the show with the other guys. I'm Joel, and this is Bo, and this is a movie conversation channel. Um, and today we are not discussing Greenland like, like we, we said we like were going to. Like we said we were going to. Bo, uh, fill everybody in. What happened? So I was looking for movie times, and on Tuesday, I saw that it got postponed indefinitely, which means big suck. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. That was that was pretty frustrating. I mean, the premise of the movie uh, being a Apocalypse movie, yeah, apocalypse movie. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, it was gonna be pretty good. I thought so. It was gonna make a beautiful baby together. I think. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I would have put it that way, but okay, we'll go with that mm-hmm. analogy. Um, okay, today we're going to be discussing Enola Holmes. Now, where to begin? My mother named me Enola, which backwards spells alone. And yet, we were always together. And it was wonderful. She was my whole world. Which leads me on to the second thing you need to know. A week ago, I awoke. Mother? To find that my mother was missing. And she did not return. So if you have not seen the movie, go ahead and check it out on Netflix. It is a Netflix original movie. Pause Pause. the video. Or if you're checking us out on Apple podcast yes go watch the movie spoilers are ahead because we're going to be getting into some stuff come back come back i like the hand motions i just want to make sure people know that was really helpful um if if you're not if you're not watching and you're listening on apple podcast this makes no no sense makes no sense but it was very helpful but i was saying basically with my hands go back and then you can circle back around to make a I know exactly what mm-hmm. you're saying. You didn't even. I didn't even. Need, if if I if there was no sound to this, I would know exactly what you're. Oh doing. yeah. I mean, you're welcome. All right, here we go. Let's get into this. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score: the tomato meter is at 92 percent, and the audience score is at 73 percent. So a little bit difference of opinion here with the critics, and then the audience and as a whole. And same thing with IMDb score. Even scored it lower at a 6.7. So critics are loving this movie. Audiences, I think, are are okay with the movie. I don't think that there's a whole lot of love. But there's not like a whole lot of hate. I think you said it perfectly right before we got on here. And there's not like a bad scene or a horrible part of the plot line where it's just like, oh, that just wasn't a good movie. But uh, but there's not a ton that's like just phenomenal or great mm-hmm. about it, yeah. right? Would you agree? Yeah. It's, it's one of those movies you're like, man, I didn't hate that, but I'm probably not going to watch it again. Yeah. I agree. One watch is good. It wasn't... Oh, shoot. What was the name of that movie? Project Power? Was that the name of that movie? 
It wasn't a project power. It um, wasn't that's like for I sure. regret watching this movie. It was like I enjoyed it, but I'm probably I'm good. I'm set. I'm all set. Yeah. So the overall synopsis of the movie, um, director is Harry Bradbeer. Uh, it's starring Millie Bobby Brown from um, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Um, this is her first film feature film that I feel like that was like not her first feature. It's her first lead. Lead. Like she's okay. been in a couple movies. Like she was in the most recent Godzilla movie. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, so like she's, she's the first lead. This is like her first lead. lead. Role. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also starring Henry Cavill, Superman. Sam. Yeah. Superman, Sam Claflin, Finnick O'Dare. yeah, Finnick from uh, the Hunger Games. Yeah, and, he was uh, good in that man. And a crazy lady. Yeah, and crazy lady from uh, Fight Every, Club. Literally everything. Yeah, I guess you could you could that Helena, could be applicable there. But, but Helena <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter, Helena Bonham Carter is a fantastic actress. I love everything she's in. She's believable. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, she's crazy. So, uh, this was released in September, obviously, in 2020. A like couple, couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Um, so, the overall synopsis, though, is Enola Holmes, who is the baby sister of Sherlock Holmes, discovers her mother has gone missing. Mm-hmm. And she embarks out on her own first adventure to find her. Um, and along the way, she encounters uh, a young... I think he's called a lord, a young lord in the movie, and become and he becomes a part of her, uh, her adventure story basically, yep. right? Um, so I feel like we kind of gave some of our first impressions already of what, yeah. how we feel about the movie. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, um, I thought it was a so just looking at the cast. So if you if you if you told me like Sherlock Holmes movies, I love Sherlock Holmes. Anything Sherlock, right? So my first like. Experience with Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and he was, I thought he was great. Um, loved those movies, and then I watched the Sherlock series, the BBC series. Oh, with um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict and was Bilbo he good? Baggins. I didn't watch Man, it. It is. It may be the best TV series I've ever seen. Better than Lost. I'm telling you, it's four, it's like four episodes. It's four seasons. But there's only three episodes each season. Man, it's incredible. Th- only three episodes. They're an hour and a half. Oh wow! So like really long. They're basically you're basically watching three movies. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's I don't think I've heard of that premise before. It's phenomenal. Like there's, I love it. Highly recommend. Does it all string together the whole thing, mm-hmm. or is it like different each, stories? Each each season is a different story, but builds on top of the next. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. It's I like really that. Re- Benedict Cumberbatch is amazing. All right, what what else on oh, first impressions? Oh, and, first uh, impressions. And then so it's like adding Sherlock Holmes with that cast. So Henry Cavill, Sam Claflin, Helena Bonham Carter, and I really really like Millie Bobby Brown. Um, yeah. I think she's going to be really really good. Yeah. Um. So seeing those, I was like, I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. I I I feel the same way. I, I um. Uh, studded cast, right? Yeah, pretty good cast. Yeah, I mean, studded cast. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, She, I felt like she was great. I think moving forward, as long as she continues to make pretty good choices in the movies she tries I think to she film will. in, uh, uh, star in, uh, I think she will knock it out of the park. Um, on top of that, I just thought it was a fun film. Like you did said. You, did you feel like Henry Cavill was Superman, but just British in this movie? Like just a uh, just like a a British Clark Kent. 
Uh, to some degree. I don't think I, no, no, I don't think I okay. felt that much. Did you, I mean, did you? I mean, thinking about it, he was just very laid back like he is a Superman, so. He is. I was going to get into this in just mm-hmm. a minute uh, on how he plays and how they kind of wrote him as Sherlock and how mm-hmm. he plays it. It was very different than the very other, different. other Sherlocks that I've seen. Yeah, so um, I was going to get into that in a minute. Sure. Uh, so I felt like the f- it was fun film. Uh, with with the pace was pretty good uh, of the movie. I felt like it went a little long. It could have been what was it? Two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, or it could have been hour and fifty minutes and been fine. Yeah, I th- I th- I think I think this definitely needed to be under two hours, and I'll get into that as well as where I think they could have cut out some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like it was pretty engaging for the most part. Like they're, uh, like the storyline and the plot was sure. pretty engaging. So, um, what about like the really good for you? Um, I thought the cinematography, the technical, some of the technical things in the movie, I thought it was pretty good. Um, Millie Bobby Brown, like I mentioned earlier, and I'm going to talk about her when we get to actress. Um, she proved that she can hold a movie on her own. Oh yeah, no she doubt. Was, I mean, I she agree. was the main character. I have some issues with some of the other parts of the movie, but nothing with her. Like I thought she was fantastic. Um, and, and like we were talking about, if Sam Claflin's character as Mycroft was supposed to make you hate him, he was the best part of the movie. Oh my gosh. He was incredibly convincing because I really was like, man, I do not like this Mycroft. Yeah. You just want to walk up and sucker punch him in the face. Right. So the Mycroft in the Sherlock series with Cumberbatch, not that annoying. He's actually pretty good. So I didn't know what Mycroft was going to be like in this one. And if that was what his character was supposed to do, if that's how he was written, killed it. Oh, yeah. Very convincing. And he had a terrible mustache. Now thinking about it, that was not it a was good... A weird yeah, it was weird Yeah, it was weird, right? Yeah. Um, I agree. I didn't think of that at first, but mm-hmm. now that you've said it, you've shattered the glass yeah. for me. And I'm like, that... I'm going to add a noise in there. Yeah. Uh, that... It was not a good. It was not a good stash. Mm-mm. Not good at all. Um, I guess for th- I, I said it was shot very nicely. Great color coloration. Mm-hmm. The way they shot the movie. Uh, the mystery of the movie was very engaging. Depending on, I guess, which mystery you're talking about. Um, yeah. I, I think we're about to get into this too in mm-hmm. a second with the bad. Um, and if you're done, like I'm going to segue into sure. the bad uh, because. There was one part of the movie of the mystery that I thought was very good. There was another mystery that was in the movie that was very bad. I thought the very good part of the movie, uh, or the very good mystery part of the movie that was very engaging, that kept me engaged the whole time, was the plot line that had to do with Tewksbury Mm -hmm. and him being a lord and he's running away for some reason, but then he seems to be almost trying to be murdered and Enola, I mean, plot conveniently stumbles upon him, which mm-hmm. uh, you could debate if that kind of sucks. But I mean, if, if you can get past the plot convenience of her just literally being in the same train station in the same train car and him popping out of the bag right. when she was in there, right? Uh, so get past that. Everything else I felt like was pretty engaging, kept me engaged. Like, why is this trying to, who is behind all of this and why are they trying to murder the, murder this kid and what are their intentions? Now, that aside, the bad part was with the mom. 
with her mother. I thought that was terrible because they honestly just used that to get you into what I thought the actual mystery of the story was, which was Tewksbury, right? They used the mom disappearing to project Enola to go on her own adventure, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. And and then they just drop it. And then she's like, okay, I got to... I got to, mom, uh-huh. I got to hold off. I got to put that on pause. And then at the end of the movie, she just shows up out of nowhere. So, okay. I'll, I have I have two bad things that I do not like about this movie. And it was that. And then one other thing was a technical thing. The plot lines are dumb. Both of them. I loved the mom thing. Did not like the Tewksbury thing. Okay, so you don't feel the same but way here's, that I do. But here's why. Because her mom disappears and I'm like, heck Yes. This is what I love about Sherlock Holmes. It's like these crazy clues that you unscramble like 70 letters and you're like, there's like infinite combinations. You just happen to figure it out. But that, that goes part of the the Holmes lore type thing. So love that initially. And I thought that that was the main, like they kept that in your, even though they brought in Tewksbury and they kind of distracted you with him. I thought they did a great job make reminding you like the overall point of this movie is to find her mom. Okay. But I, my issue is with the results of both. Yes. What is the point of Tewksbury? What is he voting for? Like, why is he trying to be killed? They under, they, they point out that they're trying to kill him so that somebody else takes his role as Lord. And then, but to vote differently on something. So, but they don't explain what the vote is about. So, it was yeah, some. It was something about a, like a royal. It was academy. a. It was a reformation. Reformation bill, and unless you like go and do research, which I tried to figure it out. So like, but they see, make that's, you work for the answer. But that's dumb. Yeah, don't, I agree. This is supposed to be a light-hearted, enjoyable movie, not Tenet. Yeah. Like, give me the. Re- give me like what this is about. Right. Because I don't care enough about this movie to go research it. Okay. I was just like, I see what you're saying. I was like, tell me just all they had to do is at the end, tell me what this vote is about and why it's so important. Right, right. They, and didn't, they didn't do that. They the didn't movie. you're do right. That. My other issue is because they made such a focus on her mom disappearing, and then when her mom comes back and then does not explain why she left, all she said was, I had to leave for a reason. Okay. What was that reason? And and then she doesn't say it. <laughs> right. She's like, I can't tell you. But then they close the movie and they don't leave it open for another one. So right. if they do another one, it's not going to be based on this same plot line. It's going to be a different, totally different plot. So the entire time we're just going to be like, where did mom go and why did she leave? Right. They never explain that. So my issue with the movie, as much as I love the cast and the individual performances, the actual movie... And the plots were dumb. It was very, messy. very dumb. Yeah, it was messy. Not even messy. It was just dumb. D-U-M, dumb. I don't know if it was a dumb. I, I can't agree with you on that. I was uh, just so disappointed. Had see, they just explained at the end what mom was doing, I'd have been okay. But they didn't. They just like left it, and you were supposed to be like, okay. Yeah, see, I, I, I can get with you on that, where I was frustrated, where I felt like they used the mom scenario just to push her on her way to get on this adventure to encounter Tewksbury. Right. But where I differ from you is that I didn't care one iota about what Tewksbury was doing. I don't care. Okay. I wanted to know what was going on with mom. I mm. want more of these like, 
hidden messages. Love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second thing I had, this is real quick. Okay. I like when people engage with, like when characters engage with the camera. Like breaking the fourth wall. Okay. That's what that's called. Oh, okay. Sure. When they like talk to the audience, yeah. talk to the camera. I like it at the beginning. I like once in the middle and once in the end to wrap things up. I don't like it every three lines, you looking at the camera and talking to the audience. Right. When she first did it, great. But when she continued to do it, like even to the point where she's like in the middle of a fight and she like looks at the camera and she's like, uh-oh. Yeah, I don't totally, do that. totally agree. It was too much. Too much. I felt like Dora the Explorer. You know how Dora's like, where's the monkey? Yeah, you did it. Like, that's what I felt like watching yeah, this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I, I I thought the beginning of the movie was great, where she was engaging with the audience, mm-hmm. exp- like giving exposition as to like, this is my world. This is who I am. And and then you know like a wrench is about to be thrown into her world. Right. Um, I thought that was great. But then as she continued, I agree. She, as she continued to do Just that through the whole movie, to the camera. it was a bit much. Um, basically, I mean, like Deadpooled the whole movie. It's different when it's Deadpool, though, because it's hilarious when it's Deadpool. Yeah, it's funny. This was not intentionally trying to be funny. Okay, uh, MVP award for the best scene. I got three. Throw me any of yours that aren't the same as these, okay? Okay. Um, so the first one that I had was Sherlock and Enola at the tree talking about uh, her pinecone dog. I thought that was a really mm-hmm. sweet scene where she feels like Sherlock doesn't know her at all and just left her for her whole life. And now you're coming back and I don't even know if you actually are mm-hmm. here because you care about me or because you just want to figure out another mystery because of our, sure. our mom's gone. Um, but he's able to rec- recollect a really sweet memory of her dragging around a pine cone that she made to fashion as like a dog that right. she would carry around and, um, it's just a really sweet interaction. So that's, um, I thought that was one of the best scenes um, to establish th- their relationship. Right. Um, and then setting out on the adventure, encountering Tewksbury, I thought it was, even though with the plot convenience, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, them talking and she's like, I'm all business. And he's this like kid who's, I I control the world and I can make my own destiny. And she's mm-hmm. like, this world's a dark place. Get the heck out of here. I don't yeah. want anything to do with you, dude. Um, so I thought that was pretty good to see their first interaction. Um, and then the third scene for me was at the very end of the movie when Sherlock goes in to meet with Lestrade. And he's like, hey, I solved the mystery with the whole Tewksbury plot line. Mm-hmm. He said, the grandmother is trying to murder murder Tewksbury. Uh, the father was murdered by so-and-so. And he's he explains why he knows it. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's great. Um, uh, did you talk to Enola about it or something? And yeah. he's like, wait, what do you mean? And it comes... He comes to realization. He's like, oh, oh my fi- sister's pretty smart. She, she figured, figured this out. out before I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just to see the light turn on in his head um, that his sister's incredibly gifted. Yeah. Um, and he was really proud of her. I thought that was really cool. So I guess m- most of my stuff is like all the interactions that happened between Sherlock and Enola were really good. What, um, else, what do you have? Anything I really only have one. I really, really loved the first opening sequence, like the first five, six minutes. <laughs>
Now, where to begin? Where it's like explain, she's explaining what her life is, and like her relationship with her mom. And yeah, like yeah. The beginning when she's like, "My name's Enola, my brother's Sherlock Holmes, my name spelled backwards is alone." Like talking to the camera a little bit, ex- kind of explaining her childhood. I I loved that scene. I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be an amazing movie." Yeah. So that was my like that was really my only favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Um, those other ones I thought um, were good, like the the one at the end, like you said. She's like, "Oh, did you talk to Enola?" Like, what do you mean? Well, she figured it out. Okay, like those <laughs> were cool. Um, but I didn't really, nothing else really stood out to me other than just that opening sequence being really, really. Um, I just thought it was really well done. I would agree. We'll go with that one as the MVP award for best scene because that that did draw me in. That drew me mm-hmm. in as well. That was really engaging. Okay, Swamp Award for the worst scene. I got one. Um, I thought the fight scene with Linthorn, the bad guy who's trying to kill Tewksbury. Which fight scene? The um, one in the alley or the one in the house? The one in the alley. Okay. Um, I have the one in the house a little later for something else. Uh, that fight scene in the alley was awful uh not because the chore- choreography was bad per se but they just spent time building up that she knows jujitsu right and then she gets her tail kicked mm-hmm. and basically he holds her underwater and she fakes playing dead which is i get the whole point of her like outwitting this Linthor guy. So I get that part of it, but I mean, come on, like he'd have drowned her. She should be dead. Like halfway through the movie. Yeah. Right? No, no, yeah. It was awful. I was like, Oh man, she just got owned. Yes. It's like I thought she was supposed to be kind of good at fighting. Like her mom's I, a terrible teacher. I get that there needs to be some, um, adversity and stuff, but don't like have her get her tail kicked and don't like make her pretend to drown. Right. I thought like, that was so dumb because like you can only hold your breath for so long. Like I can, I can, I can get with the fact that if she, she trained, up, she got beat up a lot. Like I know she's fighting a grown man, but she got like knocked down a lot. Right. So that was about to be my point. Was like I know she's fighting a grown dude, but like I can get with the fact that she could kick his tail if like she trained in jujitsu like from like eight years old. And now she's sixteen and she's trained for eight years. Like I can get with that. Um, if he's like an untrained dude who's just like this hitman hired by a family that. Mm. And then doesn't realize he's in over his head fighting a girl who's been training for eight years. Like right. I can get with that and make it a if even if they made it a close fight or whatever. I just thought the way they went about that fight scene was so stupid. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Do you have anything else? That was the only one okay. that I really had. So here's what I have. My least favorite scene is because the end with her mom. I didn't leave you because I didn't love you. I left for you because I couldn't bear to have this world be your future. So I had to fight. You have to make some noise if you want to be heard. Was supposed to conclude this whole adventure and then it didn't. Mm Mm-hmm. That scene carried the most weight as like basically responsibility of like wrapping up this movie and it didn't. Yeah. And that's why I hate it. Like that's why it's my least favorite scene is because it was so it had the responsibility of finishing this movie and making us satisfied with the ending. And I wasn't Mm. because it was so like 
just left wide open with no this there's it's not going to be there's no conclusion to this so the whole so the whole sequ- so the whole payoff at the end or the whole um sequence with her mom just in general yeah. was the last unsatisfactory. yeah it was just it was because only because it had so much weight right to the actual like the entire movie was trying to find her mom and then she finds her mom or her mom finds her and then you're supposed to like you're really hoping to figure out why she left and you don't so it carries all this weight to like finish the movie and give right. you a happy ending and then it doesn't so that's why it's my least favorite only because of what it represented or what it should have represented does that make sense yeah that makes total sense man we'll go with that i can, I can get with that two for two, two for two man so swamp ward and mvp you got both Heck going yes. for you dude um you've had some good points man um all right so the other guy's award for best quote uh i don't think you said you had anything mm-hmm. coming into this i only had something real quick i just love the fact that twice in the movie millie bobby brown said the word poop. I might be a boy. Who are you? What are you? I'm Viscount Tewksbury, the Marquis of Basil Weather. You're an poop. Twice. When she first said it in the train cart, right, with yeah. Tewksbury, she's like, you're a poop. You're an poop. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get this is supposed to be like 1800s or like, eight, yeah. was it like 18... I think 90s it's uh, or something, or 1850s. No, 1860s. I okay, think is when fine. this one takes place. Whatever. When she said nincompoop, you're an nincompoop. I was like, you guys couldn't have written a better word, right? Like, come on. I think she says it twice in the movie. Whatever. Too. Man, that was stupid. The fact that she said nincompoop, you're an nincompoop. So was nincom- unforgettable. Nincompoop is the best. Nincompoop. Nincompoop is the best quote. Yeah, nothing was really okay. quotable from this movie. That's the no. biggest thing that I remembered. Okay, Super Bowl Fifty One award for what the heck is happening. Um, so for me, I had one. You literally could have put so. Hold on, real quick. You could have said idiot, fool, halfwit, dunce, ignoramus, dingus, like so many other options. Like dunce would have been hilarious. Dunce would have been. Or great. halfwit. Halfwit would make sense for with their, for, for like British for their semantics. British whatever word, however they talk. Yeah. Yeah. Halfwit. You halfwit. Not you nincompoop. Nincompoop. Yeah, probably. Okay, better, sorry. No doubt. All right, Super Bowl 51 award for what the heck is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one scene in the movie for this award. It's at the Baselweather Mansion. I'm so sorry, my darling. The future of the country is at stake. fight scene right at night in the dark in the dark where there's no conveniently lit candles correct but then you can see the moonlight shining in and you see where the people are running and yet he he keeps missing i i literally thought to myself is he missing on purpose to frighten them is what i was thinking when the scene was happening i mean he's he had buckshot so it's like all you gotta do is get close literally just Aim and point, or aim and shoot. Yeah, not even aim. Po- just point, point and shoot. Point and shoot. Not even aim. Point and shoot. And, and the bound. fact that he doesn't even like get scraped or a, a pellet doesn't not one of them hit Tewksbury in the face when he hits the the what is the that little the armor mm-hmm. um the knight armor that's sure. like right that he's hiding behind. Not it, really even hiding. It's more like standing next to standing next to it. And it nails that, and yeah. you're like. 
even right. even the part where they were like on the ground and like their their knees were like pulled up to their chest like just take out their legs yeah, right yeah okay so the fact that <laughs> also this, in what? the begin when he first started using that it sounded like a rifle like a pump yes. shotgun but it was not no it wasn't okay. because you would hear him like snap snap it open you would hear him drop the the casings out mm-hmm. and and load two more in there. So you, but when he starts to shoot it, you it think it's a like pump a, it, action. It sounds like a pump action shotgun. Yeah. I agree. That This was such... I guess this was a bad... This is a part bad, but... He was a bad, bad guy. He was not a good bad guy. Uh, so this probably could have gone in the bad or worse scene, but I felt like it was so bad the whole time. I, I was trying to understand what's happening. Is he actually this bad of a shot, or is he trying to scare them? Uh-huh. Because you can see the people, like you can see them standing there, but they're trying to make it look like we're hiding in the shadows. No, you, you weren't. You could see them the yeah. whole time. Um, I only had, I had one, but my, I've talked about a little bit, was the whole Tewksbury, like what is he and what is he voting for thing. Right. Um, and I've mentioned that before, but yours is funny, so I'm going to go with yours. Like, that's funny. I didn't even really think about it. I was thinking about it then, but I forgot. It was so bad. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I was trying to figure out the whole time what is happening. Um, okay, Charlie Clutch Award for um, the, well, I guess the last two weeks it's been an object. Well, okay, so I have, that's funny. Because like, I have a person, an yes. object, or an action slash non-action. Dude, this is getting dicey. Yeah, I, I love know. this. Okay, so. All right, well, hang on. Okay. The Charlie so, Clutch Award is for the... I guess now person or object or, or thing. Th- okay. Act- something that makes the biggest impact with the little amount of little smallest amount of screen time. All right. So the two people I have, let me just throw them out. Then I want to hear yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if these two constitute or if they had too much screen time. Um, but Henry Cavill and Sam Claflin. Okay. Alone. Bo- thought- both of them alone. They had some very small roles, very small screen time. Uh-huh. Do I you would feel think, like they were in the movie too much? I would much? think Henry Cavill is probably too much. Dang, he was awesome. Um, but Sam Claflin, I think, is definitely worthy. He was not in the movie a ton. I would say he probably had less than 15 minutes of actual screen time. I think so. I think it was less than 15 um, minutes. I, I actually went with... Uh, did you have anything else? No, that was it. Okay. That all. That's all I had. So, since I came up with that Project Power thing with the pill, like I'm constantly looking for objects just because that's funny to me. But the person that I have was Helena Bonham Carter. I thought she was really, really great. I wanted more of was her. Was she? I thought she was. I thought. I don't know. I she wanted, wasn't in the movie I hardly at all. Mo- but it, wa- it made me want more of her in the movie. Okay. Okay, so if I'm going to go with person. Right, that's fair. If I go with person. Hold on, I got two more. All right. Um, object is the shield that Tewksbury wears at the end when he gets just blown away by that shotgun. Which Why? Pred- I predicted that. I literally was like, as soon as he like... As soon as they hide behind the, sh- the that armor that night, I was like, he's going to use that to save himself. And Lizzie's like, no, he's not. And I was like, watch. And then he gets knocked. And I was like, he's not dead. He's wearing a stupid shield. <laughs> and how, how Millie Bobby Brown was like laying on top of him. And, and not, not hearing like, the ding, ding, ding. ding. Yeah. yeah. Also, what kind of armor were they making back in like the 1600s that could just somehow s- save you from bullet bullets? I don't like, know. Like they didn't even have bullets then. I I mean, they had gunpowder, so maybe they did. I don't know. Um, and then the action slash non-action was that guy's terrible aim. 
No. Yes. You're not convinced. All right. You're going to have to flesh this one out. His terrible aim was a minimal roll, and he did terrible. But, like, it saves it saves them. Okay, I'll give that, it... That was, oh, all right, I'll, pal. I'm going to be honest. That was a stretch on that okay. one. That was terrible. I'll give it a Sam Claflin. Yeah. He was good. Not his mustache. Mustache was terrible, but Sam Claflin's Sam Claflin. performance was Pretty the good. bomb diggity. Bomb um, diggity. Okay, Bartolo, that guy award. Um, I got one. Okay. Burn Gorman. Hey, that's what I got. That's what you had? Yeah, why do you have him? Uh, because I looked at that guy in his... Co- in, like... The, the wardrobe that they had on, I was like, that dude looks like a, a, a creepy little skeevy dude from somewhere. Listen. And and then I had to go, that's that guy from somewhere. Like, I, I know him. I literally said out, I said out loud to Lindsay, I was like, where's that guy from? <laughs> <laughs> Where oh, do you man. know him from? The, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. I know him. He plays this character called Carl Tanner in Game of Thrones. And oh, that's where okay, I know okay. him from. Because like he's only in the show like three episodes, but I remember his skeevy face. Yeah, <laughs> like where's that guy from? And she's like, oh, I can't remember. I recognize his face though, and it's Game of Thrones. So, yeah, that's funny. Uh, way to go, Burn. What way a to go, Burn. Stupid name too, yeah. Burn Gorman. You think that's his acting name or his real name? I think that's his real name. I'm gonna look it up. Sorry, got named that. Yeah, your parents hate you. All right, Millie Bobby Brown, lead actor. Um, in terms of her performances throughout the years. Uh, I mean, for me, this has got to be... Burn Hugh Winchester Gorman. It's a terrible name. Okay, Millie Bobby Brown. You just pulled a Buck Baloo, man. Did I? Where we were talking about something and he <laughs> like just, goes back. It goes back? Oops. Yeah. Okay, um, Millie Bobby Brown. Fantastic. Yeah, that was great. You think it was better than Stranger Things? Okay, I, all right. So I, I thought about this. So... It shows. I've said this. In the, I said this earlier. It shows that she can lead a movie on her own. Yeah. But her, her like witty, spunky attitude in this movie, like her very uppity, like woo, attitude, makes her performance as Eleven so much more impressive. I agree. Because like, those are two different characters, and she's so good as Eleven. Right. But I follow her on Instagram, and Enola Holmes is Millie Bobby Brown. Like they're the same person. Oh, like really? they're very uppity and like woohoo! So that's she was just being herself in this movie, which makes her really great, right? But then to go back and like, especially season two of Stranger Things, yeah, we got like really dark when she like lives in that that weird bu- building, the lodge in the weird, yeah. She's awesome. That was, be- that was this is her best. Well, I don't know. Season two of Stranger Things eleven is really good. This was also really good. What did you think? I uh, I would agree. I thought season two where, uh, where she kind of had like the shaved head. Yeah, I I don't know if I if I if I was able to buy into the whole second season of Stranger Things. The second season was strange. Yeah, as much as. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was strange. No, I know, but I was strange or things. I don't know if I could buy into the whole thing, but you don't like the show. Uh, like after season one. It was tough because it was such a good first season. Well, do you remember like how that first season blew up? Yeah, it man, did. That was like the number one show of like the year. It was crazy, man. Season and so, two was weird. I like season three though. I think it was just hard. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't finish the it. Character development's really good. So, um, I think I just the level of expectation because the 
first season was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Millie Bobby Brown was great in just exploring like where she was going as like eleven and how she was developing in this world now. Um, I feel like that was prob- probably better than this. Yeah, um, I mean, she was definitely good in this, but. She's gonna have her more. She's gonna have more of her own stuff. I agree. She's All only right. she's only sixteen. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I didn't realize she was that young. Two thousand four. So she just turned sixteen. Wow. Um, okay, miniseries, um, ten episode, better as a movie. I said Bet- sure. Why not? I wouldn't mind seeing maybe not a ten ep- maybe not ten episodes. I don't know if I could do like multiple seasons of these characters. Right. But like, I wouldn't mind like a four, five episode miniseries. Wouldn't be bad. Right. Like the the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock gives you three episodes. Yeah. Every like four years. Right. I don't mind that. I don't think, I think it's too light. Yeah. Like the the Sherlock series is real heavy. Dark, right. Dark, heavy. Right. This, this is, is too, too light. light. This is too light to be a really good show. Um, But, eh, I would watch it. I think, I don't know. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just explain more. Yeah. Maybe you would have to get have... into some serious character development between the relationship between, I think, if uh, you had some like deep stuff happen with Mycroft and the, gov- and the government and the, uh, the politics of everything that more he's Sherlock. working in. Yeah, and then I was, that, that's what I was about to say. Um, I didn't say this in the good, but for this to work as like a miniseries, what I think would have to happen was the best stuff that was from this movie was the relationship between... Sherlock and yeah. Enola, right? I, would, I felt like... Would you do a sequel with just those two? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I felt like... So would you rather have a sequel than a series, maybe? Yeah. I think I'd rather have have mm-hmm. a sequel than yeah, a series. I would do a sequel. Because I felt like they used Henry Cavill and Sherlock not as like a crutch to hold this movie up. Mm-hmm. I felt yeah. like Millie Bobby held the movie up on her own as Enola Holmes. Um, I just felt like Henry Cavill was a great, just, oh, that's, that's pretty dope that you realize that he's this well-developed person that is well-known. He's just great. Everybody knows him. uh, And I thought the way they wrote Henry Cavill's Sherlock and the way he played him was such a good contrast to, how Robert Downey Jr.'s mm-hmm. Sherlock was. And I don't know. I just thought it worked really well. Um, and especially with Millie Bobby Brown. I thought their chemistry was I great. I just want more detective stuff. Yeah. I want less story, more detective. Yeah, I love movies like that, man. So that's yeah. why I think this one was so engaging and why that was such a letdown with the the mother plot mm-hmm. line. And I felt like the Tewksbury plot line was okay. Um, I feel like a lot of these movies, I think a lot of these movies like this, like mystery movies, and I think that's why I love like Raiders of the Lost Ark so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like Ron Swanson with the Riddle Man. Give, give me... Dude, I love Riddles. <laughs> <laughs> he does that stupid <laughs> laugh. It's so funny. Um, that's the way I feel about movies like this. So I would love a sequel um, rather than probably a miniseries. Yeah. So it's a good point. All right, our ratings. Here we go. Uh, quality rating for me... Um, Oh shoot! I did these freaking backwards. Dang it! I did C plus. Okay. Quality. Um. All right. Quality. I did. What did you have? C plus. 
Okay, I had a B minus. It was okay. Just take out the talking to the camera so much, and I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, um, like I can get past the terrible plot lines if you just take out all the talking to the camera, breaking the fourth wall. Is what you call it? Yeah, take that out. A lot of it, ninety percent. Yeah, I was probably a little bit more okay with it than you were. Give Let's... me one in the beginning to like let me know what's going on. Give me one in the middle to like make sure I'm there, mm-hmm. and give me one at the end to wrap it up. I'm good. Right. Um, I was kind of split with the entertainment because it I was, was exactly split. I was, I gave it a five. Me too. Uh, because like I said, I felt like it was so engaging mm-hmm. with the whole plot line of, okay, her mom disappeared. Let's explore that. And then that drops off and then it goes into the Tewksbury thing. Um, I felt like it just would have been so much better if they focused on one or the other. I think you take, I think me, like what you're saying Make Tewksbury less of a like keep him in the movie, but make his his whatever he's going on with, whatever's going on there, take that way down. Right. And just have him like helping. Right. I agree. All right, cool. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on the show with the other guys. Uh we have loved talking about the movie Enola Holmes with you this week. Um hey, stay- we forgot. What? Go Braves. Oh yeah. We did forget the the Atlanta Braves, y'all. It has been 19, 19 years. 19 long years. Since, since we, we have won... Just a, just a playoff series. Yeah, won a playoff series. And the 2020 Braves. Man, I feel it. I feel good. I mean, we have... we have, we have Our pitching all year was like, oh. And now well, it's like... No, 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 no. Starting rotation was. Oh, I'm sorry. The, starting the pin, rotation was like, Ugh. The pin was amazing. We could win a game with like, a, we could, I think we could try to win a game. If we were playing like, I don't know, the Mets, we could probably have one bullpen guy per nine inning, like each inning and still win. We would win the game. Only because I, I hate I the Mets. I think so. I hate the Mets so much. I'm so glad they didn't make the playoffs. I'm so glad that they just are terrible. Yeah. It's like Tennessee. I just love when the Mets fail. Just makes me feel good. Like when the Mets fail and when Bryce Harper fails, I love it. I don't think there's a more true statement. What a great hitter he is. I love his swing. But man. He's Darth Vader, man. He is. He's like no, he's Anakin Skywalker as he was turning into Darth Vader. Not Darth Darth Vader, but like Revenge of the Sith, Anakin. That's it. That's Bryce Harper. Oh yeah. No doubt. All right. Um, so root on our Braves. If you live in the southeast. Yeah, who are we playing? Miami won. Did they win? Yeah. Okay, wow. So we got some familiarity. I, re- I really feel good about that. I did not feel good about playing the Cubs. I know. As I long as we're not playing the Car- as long as we're not playing the Cardinals. I know. No doubt. Oh, they man, just get hot like, in the playoffs, yeah. man, don't just they? Crazy. I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna be all right. I hope we go out there and we just smoke a rain. It's in Houston, right? Yeah. Okay. And then we smoke six toe Sanchez. Oh. Right? Fun yeah. fact six toe. Who are you talking about? Only has five toes. I don't know what this. What are you talking about? What their pitcher? I don't know. It's a pitcher for the Marlins. Never heard of that before. I know who that Urania guy is because he, he should hit Acuna. No, he throws at Acuna every time. I know. He did it again this year. I know. It makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. Um, thanks for letting us ramble there for a moment. We are proud Braves Mixed fans. Yeah, mixing it up. We're eat. We're eating in mm-hmm. the playoffs right now. All right, stay tuned. MV uh, free hashtag MV free. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, MLB, um, if you're listening to this, you should just go ahead and mail the MVP award and a gold glove and the silver slugger to Freddie Freeman. Also, can we just say that this year um, for the Falcons is like a 
Super Bowl Fifty One year. Like what the heck is going on? I'm just sad. All they make me sad all the I time. I told I'm not I'm not watching a game until Dan Quinn's gone. I may not watch a game until like Arthur Blank sells the franchise. No, not sells because that's a lot. He's not going to sell it. He's got too much pride. But once Arthur Blank and Thomas Dimitrov are gone, I'll watch it. I'll watch again. You will, even if they lose every game. Let's tank for Trevor. Tank for Trevor. Tank for Trevor. Tank for Trevor. Or Justin. Oh man, tank for Trevor or Justin. I'm down for it. I'm with it. Yeah. I love Matty Rise. Ice. You don't like him. I love him. Rise down? No. Down up. No, the first the first one was better. Rise down. Go down so we can get a better person. Go down. Go down. All right. Stay tuned for what we got coming up next week. Uh, Bo is not going to be here. For Bo like, is having a baby oh, next week. He's going to well, be a I, dad. I mean, I'm not having a baby. My wife's having a baby on Monday. Um, she's having a C-section on Monday. Uh, at five o'clock, so be thinking about us. That'd be great. Um, so I won't be here next week, maybe the week after. But Joel's gonna have some cool guests. Yeah, we've got some guest hosts coming up. Uh, we're gonna talk about some fun stuff, so I'm excited for that. I really hope your dad comes on for one. That would be awesome. I would really look forward to that. My dad's the best. Yeah, just hearing him talk about movies would be fun because he's so smart. He's the smartest guy. I yeah, know. yeah, definitely. My dad's smart, but your dad's smart. <laughs> Sorry, dad. All right, make sure to mention. Uh, um, this to your friends and comment down in the uh, comment section if you're watching on YouTube and then also rate us and five star rating yeah rate us and give us some comments on Apple Podcasts so we know um, what's follow, going on how you feel follow us on Instagram uh, the other guy's show and you can find us at Apple Podcasts um, the show with the other guys same on YouTube yep um, we're not going to be on Spotify because it's $10 a month we'll hold off on that that's dumb yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Um, and we can't wait to check in with you next week. And we are going to catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs>